On this episode of GMGM Market Talk, a lot of conversation around the current royalty situation on ETH, a lot of speculation on how the Solana ecosystem has handled that, combated it, and where people see Solana going from here, especially with the low liquidity, low volume, and the lack of exciting projects over the last few months. As always, if you want to tune into the episodes live, Monday to Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday to Thursday, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, at Easy Eats Bodega on Twitter, and shout out the title sponsor of all the content, HelloMoon.io, giving us analytics, giving us developer tools, all entirely for free to help you navigate the Solana ecosystem. If you're not using it, you're slacking, but let's get into the episode. What is going on, Web3 ecosystem? We are back again for another episode of GMGM Market Talk, breaking down what we're buying, what we're selling, where we're making money, where we're losing money, and everything in between. We had a uh, an interesting morning. Frenzies AI, the popular project that had a 3ETH Dutch auction, I want to say two years ago, a year ago, decided to delete their Twitter. So they posted a tweet saying that they were shutting down operations. And 40 minutes later, it seems like they did exactly that by shutting down the last piece of contactable information. And they are now gone. So kudos to them, I guess. But they're out of here. So the market's certainly taking a hit. Seems like they can't farm the $12 of royalties that they may have still been getting. But Frenzies is gone. On top of it, today we have the Utopia Mint. Banks and Eva Longoria were on a space last night talking content, talking the market, talking JPEGs. Uh, Very curious to hear what people feel about Utopia as well. We did get a nice thread by whale.swoosh this morning around royalties and a lot of the the sentiment I share as well. I mean, microtransactions will ramp. You're going to see less free airdrops, a bunch of different things that I think play into it. And we haven't really dove into the... What do we think happens to OpenSea conversation? I guess you could call it. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a weird time right now. I mean, as we take a look at the volume on the Solana market, it's, uh, it's bleak. But I think that there are still some catalysts that can certainly reinvigorate it. There's still a lot of money on the sidelines. People, I think, are still more speculative that Solana in general. It has more potential upside on the token price which is leading to less exposure on the NFTs. You have a lot of people still way over leveraged on loans, which does not help positive price action. And let's just get right into it. Shout out HelloMoon.io, giving us all the analytics around the application, helping us navigate the market from an analytics standpoint. And if you're a developer, gives you free API calls to build whatever the hell you want entirely for free at HelloMoon.io. And as we take a look across all AMMs, all marketplaces, we are just barely above 100K, 102,000. Magic Eden only reports, turns out, Coral Cube and Magic Eden volume, which puts them at about 75K. Magic Eden's down to 53% of market share. Coral Cube and Magic Eden AMM are at 21% of market share. Hades Swap doing 16K is at 16% of market share. Tensor up to 7% with the anticipated token. And then there's another marketplace I've never even heard of called Holy Grails at 2%. If that's not watch traded, I don't know what is. But as we take a look as well, we're down about 7% week over week, doing 770,000 sold volume. And over the last month, we're down about 1%. Last three months, half a percent. So when you look from like a macro standpoint, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. It's not great. That's for damn sure. But it's definitely not uh, as doom and gloom. I feel like it's more just like this small window right now is we haven't had anything crazy happen in like a month. And usually that's uh, the calm before the storm, hopefully. 
So as we take a look at projects, Utes are at 125, D-God's down to 488, Dust of Missions I'm fairly certain end today. OK Bears at 43, ABC back up to 79, Jelly Rascals at 90, Runaway Rascals at 5.85, Blocksmiths still trending lower and lower off of the announcement that their Beasts NFT in secondary collection is no longer minting. Dualbots rebounded nicely about 20 soul from 50 back up to 70. Seem like those loan defaults are slowly wearing out. Clannosaurs at 25.2. Elixir Ovals at 16. The Bloons holding strong at 7.5. Tyo Pilots have fallen from grace. I sold my resistance at 40 soul like the day after mid. And these things are now down to 13.2. Man, what's going on over there? Soul Gods down to 20 from 28. OG Atadians at 11. And Transdimensional Foxes sitting pretty at 15.5 with Famous Fox sitting at 50. So it looks like those stable coins are holding strong in the Fox ecosystem as we pivot over to the open seas. Mutant API Club doing 11,000 ETH in volume over the last 24 hours. Totally organic, real healthy for the ecosystem. Sitting at 16.3 ETH. Moonbirds down to 6.85. Opepin Edition up to 0.85 with another update on the metadata. Jack Butcher is, as Bunny put it, the Mona Lisa of the Web3 ecosystem. The who else did he call him? A uh, the Basquiat, I guess. The Re- the Rebrandt? I don't know. Bite Gans up to 1.55 ETH, down from three. Pudgy Penguins at 5.5. Clonex at 5.3. Merge out 0.12. And everyone's favorite collection, Porsche 911 at 2.68. On the top collections, we did get an announcement that Polygon has done more volume than Solana by one of the co-founders, but they failed to make the comment that the three leading collections were all wash traded for about $3.4 million, um, including Azuki Box Official doing 5,000 ETH volume, uh, a kid called Beast Gucci Collab doing about 16,000 ETH volume, and I forget what the third one is, but uh, that certainly looks healthy, I guess. So let's go right into the action. Bunny, Frisk, Manny, how are we living? Luckily, Frenzy's only brought in another half million on royalties. Okay. Only half a mil. Didn't they raise five? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. What'd they do with all their money? Yes. Okay. What would you do with it? I don't know. I'd probably spend it on something. I wouldn't I'd buy a house. Oh, that's that's good for the project. I'd buy a board ape, too. I'd buy a board ape and a house. For, with the project funds? Well, I mean, they're not building with it. Well, you're making good points. Are they? I mean, am I wrong? Like, if building includes deleting the Twitter, then yeah, they, they built a lot. Yeah, maybe it was one of those fake rugs again. Well, weren't they, it's a fake out. It's a D-rug. So weren't they supposed to like have an auction at Christie's? Don't ask me. Ask someone who hosted them for an MX. Oof. Frisk, how we doing? Apparently not as good as Frenzies. Uh, they must be doing great right now. <laughs> Putting out a tweet in 40 minutes and then and then deleting the Twitter after. That's pretty funny. Uh I'm sorry to anyone who was holding. That actually is really unfortunate. I didn't know much about the project, but I always did hear like a ton of fun about it. So I, I, I do feel for anyone who may have like lost out or, or, or aped into it as someone who also aped into the three East Dutch auction almost a year ago around this time, actually. I feel your pain. I'll say Yeah, that but at least Pixel Bolt's still around. They are actually. It looks like they're they're gonna they're gonna have some potential to to go back up, but I, I, I digress. Um what do we have going on? There was an airdrop to Bear Marketers that is now available on secondary, which if you're in the one-on-one art scene could be really cool if you want to get in on there because, I mean, there's a lot of controversy around them the past few days, but 
they've proven to be one thing for sure, which is a loud ass community. So that's my least favorite bear is shrimp. The guy sucks. Uh, I know, and I'm going ETH collar. Wait, but... yo, god damn! Wait, his PFP is a bear, dude. That's yeah. what he says. Like, it definitely doesn't look like it. My favorite one though is Hoddle. Now that's a good bear. It's a frog yeah, I mean, inside that's of it. Valid, but damn, man, why you gotta like, you know, good morning to you guys. You know, dude, I'm just mad. You used to come here and give us like the poor man ETH alpha, and now you just show up and complain. Like, I get the market's tough, but like, dude, give me a sliver of happiness. Dude, I mean, my happiness is currently preying on a lot of projects' downfalls, to be honest with you. Jesus. So you're literally part of the problem. Dude, I just want innovation in this space. I don't want copy pasta. I'm over this copy pasta. They're not minting out. They're not being successful. So we just got to, you know, push through them and let people come in here and innovate and give back to the people that are doing shit. So what innovation do you want? Let's hear it. What, I don't know. Idea. I want something you different. You something for us? Well, dude, think about it, man. Think about back with a vis Invisible Friends. Dude, they sold their merch before the NFT. That shit was Yeah, innovative. and it gave you a loud list. Yeah, one in one million chance to get a loud list. I forgot that Pretty that was deal. one of the... Pretty good deal. Now, the only thing... I don't know what's going... Dude, either right now, I don't know what the fuck's going on over there. They got so much shit going on over there. I feel like I'm... I feel like one of those ETH people when Solana was going through this shit. Like, now it's like Solana has to watch Ethan. You're like, what What are y'all doing? Yeah. I mean, uh, there was a certain individual who mentions the ability for enforced royalties. Uh, it's free own. That project is uh, saying that they're going to have enforced royalties coming soon, which when you release 200,000 NFTs for free, clearly that's the only revenue model. But, hey, um, yeah, I, I don't know what to expect from this. Like, I'm pretty dead set on the fact we're going to see, like, less airdrops, more microtransactions, more NFTs, maybe more merch, I guess. I'm, I really want to know if pseudo-swap and NF trade volume has increased because that's what we started to see a lot of on Solana was a ramp in AMM volume. And we haven't really seen a blow-off AMM volume because, like, Blur's basically an AMM with the amount of bids that are on there. So it's it's a weird time right now, man. Like it's a weird time. R.I.P. Frenzies. Frisk, what do you got for us? Uh, so I, it's it's funny you mentioned that. I actually was watching a video essay yesterday, just from like just on like Web two video games because I don't know. It's fun for me. Real quick, and did you see some ordinary gamers video about Dookie Dash? It seems like now they're all just lighting up Dookie Dash yes, with yes. zero context. They're just like yes, it costs three grand to play. You're an idiot if you play this game. And, like, yeah, we are idiots. But, like, at least understand how it works. Like, they die in the game and they're like, well, that's three grand and lost money. But that's not how it works. The guy literally was like, why are these still selling if the game's over? Like, tell me you're clueless without telling me you're clueless. Dude, Penguin, Penguin's an idiot. Ordinary gamer just wants, like, to, to have a meltdown on camera because he thinks it's going to get him views. I feel zero ways about it. Like, it, it, it's just what these, these YouTube commentators do. It's just part of their gig. I don't even hold it against them. It gets them views. Good for them. But anyways, I, I, I don't have too much of an interest in, in watching them. But there was one person I was watching who was talking about, like, just the pricing of video games going forward, like, in the Web2 space. And apparently... I don't know what the statistic is because they didn't provide proof, but apparently microtransactions are declining in sales across all Web2 video games. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know what like I don't know what the proof that went into it is, but I, I, I don't really have too much of an issue believing it, to be honest. 
So that caught my attention because that's something that I feel like a lot of founders right now are kind of looking towards is like, all right, the royalty model isn't sustainable. AMMs have been getting tons of flack on Solana the past few days. And so with microtransactions kind of being the next thing that people are looking towards, I'm kind of curious to know what the incentivizations is that we're going to see a lot of projects taking that direction. And I, that's a big topic to cover, like a really big topic, but it was something that crossed my mind when I heard it at first. And I was like, that's interesting. If it's not really, if it's like on a downtrend in Web2, is that a reflection of something, whether it's like the model? Yeah, or it's a reflection of the macro market. Disposable yes. income is declining at an alarming rate. That's what I figured. I figured we're fucked. But like, uh, yeah, that was just something that I, that I, I caught. And I, I don't know if anyone, oh, and last thing I'll say, I don't know if anyone ended up um, hearing this space yesterday with Utopia. I would love to hear a sentiment check. I went to sleep. I was I was not listening to it, but if it went well, I'm very keen to hear it. Yeah, I went to bed. I'm going to have to re-listen to that. What time is there mid today? I should have looked this up. I'm, I, I'm not going to lie. I don't think I don't, <laughs> I don't want to drop quarter east today easy. I don't. I probably still will. We'll see. I'm bullish. Man, so Manny, did I'm you listen to it? I'm bullish No, I didn't, but first doesn't want to buy it, so I think it's going to go up. It's a pretty good bet. Man, you had your hand up there. Was there anything else you wanted to share? Um, yeah, those monsturas or something, those weird, sketchy like things, those pump from like 0.02 to 0.05. Those were pretty interesting this morning. Outside of that, I'm just kind of hanging out, sitting on my hands. Like, I think there could be a play on March 1st in getting a moonbird and just being ready to take the bid at any point in time. Kevin Rose was on a space last night, like just taking all of this heat. And then he pretty much said he's going to like carve out a couple million bucks, put it into the Dow and then just have people make content. So that was something that looked pretty interesting after he talked to Frank on stage. Like I was like that, that's like a sliver of hope outside of that, man, like these marketplace wars, you just have to let the dust settle. Like, there's no, like, the golden era of making money for free without really having to do anything is kind of gone now. So it's like, well, we have to make a business, right? Or do something that generates revenue. Like, one thing that I've seen people do is, like, they license out the IP, create some rat game on the App Store, and then pay people for them using their game or their thing in an ad. But I don't know. That's it. That's all I got. I just feel like there has to be more creativity in the space than just an ad. Like, I actually really like what Pudgy's doing. They just got a, a big box retailer to put their actual, like, plushies and items in store. And, like, that's the start of IP. Now it's just, like, how do you continue to market that and actually get more eyes on it? Which, like, that's clearly a revenue-generating stream. And if you can get some form, like, the big thing is, like, how do you get interest from people that are not involved in the space at all? Like, when you have a continually daily active users decreasing, what triggers some form of influx to play into it but bison what's going on good morning easy um i'm just <laughs> color me shock pink pikachu meme like the fact that ethereum's going over the same problems we had you uh, could have possibly seen this coming i i know i'm just absolutely shocked and then on top of that like i feel like we're just a test net for some of these ideas because the blur airdrop i i equivocate very much to the bonk airdrop right and then uh, obviously on a much lesser scale but we saw a lot of NFT prices go up, and everybody got euphoric. And I think the same thing's going to happen on ETH. Like yeah, I, but think, I think there was uh, less insider trading on the Blur airdrop than the Bonk one. Uh, oh, there for was, sure. There was nothing like for seeing sure. a completely dead collection get swept by a hundred pieces, only for it to then be included on the airdrop. Yeah, so, yeah. No, it was, I digress. No, that, 
there was <laughs> there was something there. No, it's, a blur was probably a better distribution model, but nonetheless, uh, we've already had all this stuff before, so it's it is going to be fun to see. I think now we're at a point where Ethereum can we just agree that like we need to get, figure out like different revenue streams for projects and everything like that, come up with innovation together. I'm not too worried at all. Like you know, especially with Heist, we'll definitely have revenue models that will make sense within the game and everything like that. But um, not everybody has that avenue for it, right? I mean, like, uh, within the game, you know, we could have a LP, for instance, and we could take a fee off of whatever swaps we do and everything like that. Not everybody has that uh, luxury or ability. And so we have to figure out, especially for IP and branding plays, like, it takes a lot to get your IP into stores and everything. So um, I'm going to be curious to see how it all pans out. Um, I, I, seeing us incentive alignment and everything like that. Um, but I don't know what happens here, man. It's, I want NFTs to be fun again. I, I tweeted the other day, like, I, it's the first time in a while I've actually gone into the field of real estate again um, and done a listing appointment. Like, I'm, I don't want to go back to Web 2. I want NFTs to be fucking fun again. Yeah, it's, I know. I'm in the same boat. And it's like, I still think there's a lot of cool things happening. Like, that's at the end of the day, like, a, a very stone cold fact. You have Dubai partnering with Decentraland. Because the East is starting to say that there's a lot more virtual real estate that's picking up traction. The tough part is like when we continue to market to such a small audience just in Web3, you almost have to try to find ways to engage people outside the space. And even if it's not like, oh, be interested in these NFTs, it's almost like be interested in this IP, which becomes like a whole thing in itself. And like figuring out that, that model is something that I think we're going to see a lot more innovation around. It's just tough, you know? But Liberty, what's going on, my friend? Oh, good morning. Sorry, got a little ace in the base, ace, ace of base in the background here with the uh, Lyft drivers, so a little morning drive time Ooh, for you. Delightful. I think that, uh, dude, fucking terrifying. The, uh, I think the thing that, I don't think anything's funny about what's going on with ETH and the projects over there. Having been through it, it sucks. It takes like three to four months to sort of get out of the shell shock as a project, even though we don't rely upon royalties or shouldn't as a revenue stream on a, on a budget, we should, should be icing on the cake. Um, but I think that the IP plays are tricky, right? It, it takes a long time to make real, um, any sort of significant revenue from any IP and even getting plushies into a big box retailer, like, Maybe there's, you know, some sort of licensing fee up front and maybe there's some sort of royalty stream there, but you have to move volume to like volume, volume, volume. Yes. Like volume beyond what we can imagine volume uh, to get those kind of royalties in a significant manner. And I think, uh, I think that's going to be a challenge, but I think, you know, Frisk, I don't know anybody that's thinking about microtransactions couldn't be us, but the, um, there's, there's something there when you take microtransactions out of the um, project-specific side of things and make it more about the tools. I think Cardinal's done a fantastic job with that, with uh, a revenue stream based on microtransactions that everybody uses, right? Mm -hmm. I think that, that that's fine. Yeah, here's fine. Um, thank you. Thank you. Sorry, guys. Getting dropped off, apparently. Um, but I think, you know, it's just going to take the time it's going to take. And I don't think there's anything really amusing about it. I think it sucks for people in ease. We all saw it coming. Um, I think that it's just a matter of 
of they have to recover and figure out what the fuck they're going to be when they grow up. I think that all projects in general need to understand um, a new term that many probably have never thought about, which is customer acquisition cost. And I think we're going to see a lot of development of that where we have to start bringing people in one at a time in projects and, and build companies like people build companies. No, I think you're spot on, man. Crazy idea instead of just uh, being able to get handed millions of dollars because people are hopeful that it's going to be the next 10x just because price go up. I think that there's a lot of growing pains that are going to come through it. But honestly, like at the end of the day, like this is, in my opinion, a win for the space if it can continue to pan out that way. Because then it turns from people just launching because they know the liquidity is there to people launching because they actually have an idea that they're hoping to deliver and execute on. So that's like where I'm most hopeful. But Thiz, what do you got? We're going to go back over to Bison. Oh, my God. Too much doom and gloom. Um, I've got something that's actually uh, – Let's hear the positives, It's Thiz. hopeful. It's exciting, and it ties a lot of this shit together. Shrimp said he wants some innovation. We're talking about royalties and problems. Are we talking about small token? No, this is this is kind of a this is a technology. I just found this project yesterday. Actually, Steezy brought it up in the Discord. So one of the problems with projects, think about this: a really successful project, Mints. Um, you know, they have it's three sold and they sell you know five thousand, and then when it starts listing, it immediately goes to twenty. Well, that's kind of fucked up for the founders. They developed all this stuff, and who pockets all the money? All right, that's a huge problem. So there's this project called block nine i just found out about it yesterday they've got a product called bid hub it's one of these projects that just built in the background they didn't do a bunch of shit they built this really cool tool and they sort of launching it now they don't even have an nft i just posted something in the um in the discord there but it allows perfect price discovery for minting i can't so my only question is do you remember what happened with the rifters mint on eth Yes. Now it is it is in that world, but it's a much better implementation of it. So there's also okay. Golden Gambit, which is that exact tool, and they just used it on So Dead, which is basically a bid to find fair value for it. They do exactly. have an NFT dropping as well, so you do have to be conscious of that. No, I get it. I totally get it. Now, just because an idea didn't work properly the first time doesn't mean it's not the right direction. I think this. I think this company. Is in the right direction. Like communism? What's that? <laughs> communism, no. It said like communism. I don't know about that. Um, <laughs> but, but what it does, now here's, I know there's a lot going to be some negativity on this because who, who this takes out of the play are the mint flippers who are just sitting in this ecosystem, minting stuff, trading it for eight soul, which unfortunately is a lot of the people on this call probably do that. And that's kind of what they do. I'm sorry about that. I'm thinking more about Solana Web3 long term. And this, is a great direction. I can't say the product's perfect. I can't say it hasn't been done before, but it's a great idea, and I think people should look at it and support it. That's all. No, I mean, I'm definitely eager to see their mint play out with it. My only concern is, like, if you go to a mint and anticipate a certain amount of funds to raise for it, and then you do this fair bid, and you get way under what you expected, then what? Like, then is it still a rug? Because... You don't have any funds to actually operate? Well, my point is if, if a project can't create the demand for it, then they shouldn't exist in the first place. And that's where this sort of finds – it forces teams to get better. It also allows them to not rely on royalties as much because of the problem where you are a great project and the only people that make money when you mint are the flippers. You as a project don't get those funds. That's it. Yeah. 
Yeah, very good point. And the one more thing uh, I'll say, we were, uh, Liberty Square was just talking about customer acquisition costs. I am so tired of the term onboarding into Web3. That just makes me vomit because what that basically says is we just want to get new wallets in because we new, need new exit liquidity, whatever. What people need to start thinking about, and Liberty Square kind of hit on it, we need to reach out. We need to take blockchain technology and Web3 technology and move out into the masses and inquire customers. And if it takes one at a time, that's kind of what it takes. But this sort of concept of bringing people into our ecosystem, I think is just flawed. They don't care. They don't know. We need to reach out. I think it's a different mentality. So that's my rant for the day. But it's not even a rant. I like but your man, points, my friend. I like your Thank points. You, I, I don't think you're wrong. But uh, let's pass over to Bison. Then we're going to hit Liberty. Then we're going to hit my least favorite bear marketer. What's going on, Bison? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's every time. Uh, anyways, yeah, no, I, I think another, you know, counterpoint to that uh, is, is like if a rug is able to drive demand to that, um, are we going to let them not only get away with mint funds, but like uh, even value accrual on what they, we could flip for? I'd, I'd say like, we, I don't know, it's it's tough, man, because again, we, we've kind of gone through these cycles of like, how do we fairly, you know, reward projects for doing stuff. Um, and also people who put up money and should be able to get some sort of value um, on the market. And it's it's always tough, man. It's it's always so tough. But uh, easy, I, I wanted to go back. I, actually, I'll let this counter on that point. I saw you wanted to unmute. No, it's all good. I mean, I totally agree. I, I think that if you just, if you, one of my first observations when I came into this space a year or so ago is how illogical mint windows are. They really don't make a lot of sense if you just look at it from the outside. And I've always wondered, well, there's got to be a better way. And I think this, I think I love the words directionally correct. I'm not saying that BitHub is, is the perfect, has it perfectly right. I think this is directionally correct to solve the problem you talk about is, is how do we fairly compensate builders, get fair prices for mentors. I think it's directionally correct. I'm not saying it's a perfect solution. So, uh, and I appreciate your points. That's totally fair, and I I get it. Yeah, we're we're gonna have to go through iterations to find the right economic model that you know just kind of aligns incentives uh, across the board. But, easy. I want to get back to you as far as what do you think? I, I know you said earlier in the show that you think there are some upcoming catalysts and stuff for the ecosystem to hopefully gain some life back because holy cow, like this, these numbers are not good on especially on Solana. I mean uh, Ethereum. Still doing just fine right now. We'll see what happens in the, the future. But uh, easy, I kind of want to go over to you. Yeah, I mean, you got to look from like a, a standpoint. Of, and I guess this does not want new liquidity in the space, even though liquidity kind of drives speculation, which drives volume, which drives eyes. So God forbid you get that. But uh, you have this news about Hong Kong in June, allowing residents to purchase cryptocurrency and trade cryptocurrency assets without speculation. That's a win in my opinion. In addition to it as well, there's other things that like from a project standpoint that I think could continue to get more eyes on it. And that's like a big piece of it. Like you do need people to get excited again, to want to spend capital, to want to get into the space and the money that's been sidelined plays into it as well. So like, I look at it from that perspective, like you have to understand that there's money that is sidelined that just doesn't feel comfortable spending right now. And you basically have to give a reason why, I guess you could say. You know, like that's kind of where I'm looking at it. Like we do have some decent upcoming mints. We do have a couple things that I think people are excited about. And I just think that it like that's a big piece of it is like when people get excited, that plays into it. And until we have some form of that, it's like 
we just kind of are stuck in this like weird limbo phase. So there are a bunch of mints that I've talked about. Obviously, I'm, I've mentioned the heist many times. <laughs> I am looking at some things on like other chains, like the Arbitrum volumes, shocking right now. If you actually look at that, and their transaction counts up 300% in the last 14 days, so it could be because of the airdrop they have. But like, there's still liquidity in the ecosystem, which is like a big piece of it. It's just like where it is, and how do you kind of like drive that action? But go ahead. Yeah, yeah, no, I I would wholeheartedly agree. I, I do think it's a, a combination of you know sole price being at a weird price, and you know people are it's kind of like at a decision point. I've said this for a while, like where it's consolidating is just kind of weird. I was hoping to be up at thirty right now, or at least like cleanly above twenty six, you know, which mm-hmm. was our previous range lows, but. Mainly, you know, like you said, it's it's these new projects. And I do think, you know, heist bias aside, I, I know we're going to blow it out of the park and I know it's going to be great, but there's a ton of great mints. I haven't been this excited for mints in a while. I mean, talk about Mad Lads. I think Mad Lads is super interesting, you know, just kind of coinciding hand in hand with like a great product like Backpack that's already fundraised and this being kind of like a, a marketing piece for them to advertise like this is Backpack, this is what we do. And I think it's a really interesting point moving forward of, you know, a, a good economic model. Obviously, Budagos, you know, I love you easy. And I'm, I'm so excited to see what you guys got working up over there. Wolf Capital, another big one that, dude, I love Jay Shep. Jay Shep's so good. Um, and I know he's been working on this like tediously for months now. And I, I do think having more knowledge into the NFT FI and loan system uh, ecosystem is, is going to be pivotal for a lot of people to understand and not get wrecked at the same time. Um, there's a few other, you know, like bastards. I, I think, dude, their trailers have been so good. Um, so, so good. And I, I think we have a lot coming up, Sambar. I, I mean, the list goes on. And so that's I think, why, bro. And think about it. What's been like the last hyped mint over the last month? Like, when you think I'm of saying. that, there hasn't been shit. There like, hasn't been nothing. I mean, like, I, and so I, I think March is going to be a really good month for us as far as, like you said, there's a ton of liquidity sideline that is more interested in trading the token itself because it's had good volatility. But whereas I'm over here celebrating a fucking 5% gain on an NFT, not even accounting for NFT or fees or marketplace or royalties or whatever you want to, you know, consider it. Like it's, it's barren over here, dude. So I'm, I'm hoping that new projects will have the same sort of uh, vigor that we do uh, over at the heist that mm-hmm. we have this marketplace that we, we want to carry. Like we want Solana to be, excellent and we want to bring innovation and fun and everything that comes with it no absolutely i'm excited for you guys minute. can i wait can i defend myself really quickly by the way what, what? where so, where were you book. attacked real quick let me rephrase what i said let me where were you attacked that. so on onboarding to me is like okay people out there come buy a picture of this freaking lizard and and stake it for tokens and then no, let people stupid. dump on you that, that but what we need to be thinking about is NFTs and blockchain technology can solve real world problems. They can provide real world services. We need to take this technology, this knowledge that we have, and we need to move out and start solving real world yeah, problems, not bring people in to buy lizards. That's what I was trying to say. So, uh, no one attacked you. Thank you. I think you're spot on. I just. <laughs> oh, I was thrown under the bus. Thank you very much. Hey, we'll throw you again. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I love you. I love you. <laughs> I think you're spot on. Don't worry. I want to pass over to Liberty, then Shrimp, then Jesse here. What's going on, Liberty? Two quick things. What am I supposed to do with these other 4,499 wallets I created yesterday? Burn them. Uh, to, okay, thank you. Just needed to know what I could do with those. Uh, to the Block 9 point and the BitHead technology, and, and others have tried it. I do think those dudes have found something. I think there's something cool there. Um, I think something... And, 
since Bison was so unabashed about the heist, we'll talk about Liberty for a second. Just a, <laughs> a, a glitch we found that works. Um, you know, we we swept a hell of a lot of assets early on uh, in the one to three to five eight soul range, and held them until now and built what we've built. And whether people like it or not is is up to them. Uh, but now with Purgatory, we're auctioning off one asset a day, and what it's printing is about three hundred percent of what we're earning in royalties daily as a revenue stream that goes back to the project to continue to build. So um, there's value that people I suppose have found in what we're doing, and they're going in there in a microtransaction way, point one soul, point one five soul, and uh, and we're finding a way, right? So. There's just there's options out there for projects to find new ways to create revenue within the ecosystem while they're building things to uh, go acquire customers outside of the ecosystem or help onboard the masses through Hong Kong. Uh, and, uh, and I just think there's something interesting there with that price discovery, right? That, that's, that's not been sort of talked about much where projects aren't supposed to be selling their own assets yet. We will. We will. Floor them. Attack the floor. Got it. Um, pseudo? No, Haiti. Uh, Coral? Never. Yeah, mind. one of the. Pick your poison on those. Shrimp, what's going on? Yeah, the slander's real out here, easy. I see how it is. Um, I like not, I like your uh, profile picture. It's uh, it's a good you possum. Like, you, like, you like the little. Oh, fuck you. Fuck you. Uh, no, but the nine block thing, dude, I've talked to Dolly Kama on a couple spaces recently, and like, I'm glad to see that like this week is honestly will show like proof of work and like if it works or doesn't so i'm really bullish to see how that goes out but bison kind of stole the thunder with the you know dude wolf capital sandbar and then one thing that i added to my list dude is moon holdings all those guys are doing some shit that i personally haven't seen in the space and they're doing something that like is a great utility for a long-term vision and that's what I like. That's what I prefer to see in the space. Someone creating something that's not a fucking fad. Somebody that's creating something that we could use for long term until maybe it becomes outdated software. Um, but yeah, the only thing I will say about Moon Holding is I don't like their time frame. It's like that's that's the only thing for them. Yes, I don't have much else. Uh, you know, like yeah, you're right. Oh, sorry. I, I give some. I give some innovation projects because I was told, "What do I want to see in the space?" And it's all the projects that haven't fucking minted yet, and they're teasing me along. But it's okay. No, and, I mean, these bodagas, but I mean, at this point, I think you're minting at the end of the year. Yeah, there's a good chance it's 2026. Like, we're in no rush. Why would you rush? You know, greatness takes time, baby. So we're working. Jesse, what's going on? Hey, what's up, Easy? First time, long time. Always yeah. right. First time. Uh, yeah, first time grifter, long time paper hander. I don't know what you guys are talking about. But uh, yeah, I, I like the idea of these new innovations. Um, so I think instead of, you know, we got this proof of conference. I think I think we got something, you know, the next innovation should be a proof of competence. Oh, I know this is going to be tough, guys. This is going to be tough because this is the idea is you actually prove your credentials ahead of time, like with a resume or something. And then we invest based on your credentials. Mm. I know it's kind of crazy. And it's going to be in the NFT space. It's going to be hard to find somebody who's who's mildly competent. But you know, I think that could be the, I think that could be the next thing. I don't know. We'll see. Proof of That's competence. Uh, yeah, it's sound. It's sound. I guess. Uh, yeah, for you know what? Forget it. Let's just go back to throwing money at, at random anonymous. Thank you. And, and, you Way know, better. I'm there excited go. for the I'm next sorry. one. It's just crazy. it was too it's too too crazy. <laughs> Frisk, what's going on? They're going to pass over to winners before we wrap. We're overdue for a new blue chip. 
Yeah, it's right around that three, four month mark. Yeah, buy squirrels. No, it's checks just came Excuse out. Me. No, we, we Dude, just shot last three four. No, this it, rabbit over actually here. right. No, he's actually right though. That's the thing. Like, what, what, what really was it? What really was it? What was the last big thing? I, like moonbirds, I guess would be like checks. Uh, I guess checks. I guess I checks. Yeah, but do we really call something that's side top at two point eight a blue chip? Like you know, Cool Cat still I, holds a higher floor. Do they? No, they don't. They did. When checks came out, they absolutely were. They had a higher floor. That's a great at the checks peak. They, they were a still floor. at a higher floor. At checks peak, that asset was still worth more. Yes. At the same day, same time. So, Bunny, what? They were largely considered a blue chip for a long time. Cool yeah, cats, so. yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I guess if two and a half ETH is a blue chip at this point, that's great. We're in good shoes. How many floors are two and a half ETH over on your side? 17. I believe him. I made that number up. I believe you. Yeah, I believe myself. Uh, but, Bunny, Bite Gans. Went to a 3.5 ETH floor yesterday. Uh, is that a blue chip? Blue chip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard to argue with. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Porsche, Porsche at 3.04, blue chip. <sighs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> this is the logic, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like this game. Okay. Keep them yep, uh, loud punks at 3.06. No, that's not, that's not the floor. <laughs> no, wait, 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 easy. I got a good one. Frenzy's minted at three e. Bunny that thing's under mint. Bunny, <laughs> Frenzy's minted at three e. What blue chip or no? Frenzy's a blue chip at three e. Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> if three e. is the barrier, I guess we're just outlining them all. But their floor was never we minted at it. I don't know. Yeah, that was first good. Enough. Oh, Pixelmon. No, they tried minting at three it. E. Gutter Cat Gang also went above threes. Well, that one actually was like widely considered. <laughs> Don't throw fun at the cats, dude. That was the yeah, I, I just, yeah, I agree with that. that one what was. is the key word here? The fall from grace was was horrible. Yeah, all right. Well, this was a fun game. Winners, what do you got for us before we wrap? GM Darlings, I'm giggling honestly. Um, okay, bamboozle and and bewilder the normies. Um, you were talking about it earlier, but I couldn't um, run up. The plushies, okay, go with me. You, um, with purchase, you get like a little QR code. And it gives you um, a shit coin. And, then, and it gives you a shit yep, coin. I knew exactly where you are going. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. I know, right? Okay, so speaking of shit coins, uh, I'm so early to this one. It's not even released yet. Okay, are you ready? Oh, Jesus. Okay, let's hear. The ticker itself is just giving me goose pimples. Um, it's GPT is the ticker. Um, it's the Crypto GPT project. Um, and something about ZK roll-up layer two bullshit. I don't know. That's not important. The ticker is GPT. Like, that it will cook regardless. Uh, it, I, you're welcome. And have a wonderful day. I like the call out. I'm not mad about it, but I'm... I'm not, I'm not proud. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. And that's going to do it for today's episode. We're going to be back again at 5 p.m. Eastern time. Appreciate the insight. Glad you're crushing. Uh, appreciate all the conversation, all the alfalfa, all the speculation on the royalty conversation, and Bunny defining a blue chip by having at one point in history a 3 eighths floor. So that's going to do it for us today. Enjoy your day. We'll be back again at 5 p.m. Eastern time. Catch you later.